0: Lead us in worship. We're also going to have a, a special skit to kind of teach our theme tonight, which I'll let them explain a little bit later. What I wanted to do tonight is first welcome you and tell you how much we appreciate you coming. And I wanted to introduce those who are leading us in worship. Dale, raise your hand, Dale, the guy with the beard. All right. Dale is going to be doing our songs tonight. And then uh, in just a moment, we'll also have Bowman Lanier, who will lead us in a song. And then Knox will be leading us in a prayer. Um, Luke Goen will be leading us in a song. And then, uh, then we'll be starting our skit. And we appreciate those who are helping us with the skit. And um, we have uh, Noah and Will, who are going to be our adult skit leaders And then we have three young men that will also be doing the skit who will be speaking during that skit, and that's Nathan uh, and Bryson and and Knox. And so they'll be introducing that theme. I'll do an invitation in a few minutes. So we appreciate uh, everyone participating, and Nathan uh, Farah will be leading us in a closing prayer. So again, it's not a typical service tonight, but we hope you enjoy it. We hope that you learn something about God. And I just wanted to lead off by saying that normally this time of year, in the fall, we celebrate Halloween, and a lot of people dress up in goblins and spooks and witches and scary stuff, right? And so I kind of want you to think about the word fear, right? Fear, scary, right? So we're going to kind of springboard off that word tonight, fear, and see if we can learn something about God and um, how we handle that idea of fear. So I'm going to turn the service over to Dale. He's going to lead us off with a song. We appreciate everyone helping. We're so proud of these young men. Please stay around for our meal, and then understand, I've heard that we're going to have a trunk or treat after we eat. Is that right? Yeah, a trunk or treat? Uh, yeah, that's right. She's correcting me, son. Hey, you get candy. It's a win-win, right? So, all right. Awesome.
1: Our first song tonight will be on page uh, 489, 489. And let's go ahead and stand for this first song. (laughs) On Jordan's stormy banks I stand and cast a wishful eye To Canaan's fair and happy land Where my possessions lie, we will rest in the fair and happy land by and by, just across from the evergreen shore, sing the song of Moses and the Lamb by and by, and dwell with Jesus evermore. When shall I reach that happy place and be forever blessed? When shall I my Father's face and in His bosom rest? We will rest in the fair and happy land by and by. Just across on the evergreen shore. Sing the song of Moses and the Lamb by and by, and dwell with Jesus evermore. Filled with delight, no ransomed soul would here no longer stay. Though Jordan's ways around me roll, Fearless I launch away. We will rest in the fair and happy land by and by, Just across on the evergreen shore. Sing the song of Moses and the land by and by, And dwell with Jesus evermore. Please be seated. Our next song will be on page 135. Alas, and did my Savior bleed. (laughs) Alas, and did my Savior bleed, And did my Sovereign die. Would he devote that sacred head for such a one as I? At the cross, at the cross, where I first saw the light and the burden of my heart rolled away, it was there by faith I received my sight and now I am happy all the day. Was it for crimes that I have done He groaned up on the tree? Amazing pity, grace unknown, and love beyond. At the cross, at the cross, where I first saw the light, and the burden of my heart rolled away, it was there by faith I received my sight, and now I am happy all the day, but drops of grief can ne'er the cross, at the cross, where I first saw the light, and the burden of my heart rolled away. It was there by faith I received my sight, and now I am happy all the day.
2: Jesus loves Jesus loves the little children all the children of the world red and yellow black and white they are precious in his sight Jesus loves the little children of the world Jesus died for all the children All the children of the world, red and yellow, black and white, they are precious in his sight. Jesus died for all the children of the world.
3: Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, thank you for this day, and thank you for all these many blessings you have given us. Lord, please help everybody who's hurting and sick. And please be with us tonight and keep everybody safe. And in Jesus' name, amen.
4: You are beautiful beyond description. Too marvelous for words. Too wonderful for I stand in all of you, oh, holy God, God, to whom all grace is due, I stand in awe of you. You are beautiful beyond description. in all of you. I stand, I stand
1: Please stay standing for our last song before the skit. <laughs> last song on our first invitation song will be on page 740. 740. Song before the skit is on uh, 727. Who's that walking down the road carrying such a heavy load? Sinner, lay your burning down because they're walking down heaven's road. Walking down heaven's road, you gotta lay down that heavy load. Jesus said he'd walk along with me, praise God, glory, hallelujah. I'm singing all the way, I got sunshine in every day. Won't you come along and join me on that heaven's road? Young folks walking hand in hand, singing with the angel band. Old folks ain't so tired no more, cause we're walking down heaven's road. Walking down heaven's road, you gotta lay down that heavy load. Jesus said he'd walk along with me, praise God, glory, hallelujah. I'm singing all the way, I got sunshine in every day. Won't you come along and join me on that heaven's road? Ain't no tears, no crying there. There Ain't no sadness anywhere. Ain't got time to shed no tears, cause I'm walking down heaven's road. And when you're walking down heaven's road, you ought to lay down that heavy load. Jesus said he'd walk along with me. Praise God, glory, hallelujah. I'm singing all the day, I got sunshine in every day. Won't you come along and join me on that heaven's road? Please be seated.
5: Ah, sure is nice to be able to sit beside the warm fire on this fall evening.
1: Yeah, I could make some s'mores or roast some hot dogs over this fire.
6: Guys, 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 guys. Let's just be sure to be careful, all right? There's bears out here, and I've heard they, like, eat people. Okay, let's be careful.
5: Noah, don't you know bears are not extant in this area? What, I didn't win the spelling bee, I, extant. What, what does that mean? It means they live here naturally, which bears do not. So don't fear, no bears here. In other words, why are you so scared of everything, Noah? Well, I mean, like,
6: aren't you scared of the Stroudsville woods at night? Like, I've even heard there's, like, wild glen shipments here, all right? This is a scary place.
1: Uh, no, I'm not. But uh, I'm not totally fearless. What? What do you? What do you mean? See, I fear God.
6: Why should I be scared of him too? Is it that, That's that's scary.
5: I think Nathan actually mentioned something like that earlier. Nathan, can you explain to us what it means to fear God?
7: Sure. Well, to fear God means I mean to have reverence toward God. For example, in Hebrews chapter 12, verses 28 through 29, it says, Therefore, we, since we have received the kingdom that cannot be shaken, therefore, let us be thankful and show worship to God accept, accept, acceptably, with reverence and awe, for our God and it is a consuming fire. Now, this reverence and awe is exactly what the fear of God means to Christians. Bryson, do you remember a story from the Bible who lost the fear of God? Joshua who said to the
8: Israelites about the fear of God. Yeah. There's Joshua who had said to the Israelites about the fear of God.
7: Oh, yeah, I remember now. Joshua said that to Israel that if they did not fear God, he would not stand with them against their battles against their enemies. When light like did not obey, so he died. So, yeah, for God. Also, any of his family died in all he owned. Just as a side note to all those kids out there, also for your parents, because if you don't, they're going to take your toys. I'm done.
5: Thanks, Nathan, for helping us understand that a bit better.
6: Okay, Nathan. Okay, I hear you. So we should fear God and and our parents, right? And I, I do fear God because my parents told me to fear God. But w- why?
1: Like, why should I fear God? Uh, Bryson and I were actually uh, talking about that recently. Uh, Bryson, could you uh, tell him what we were talking about?
8: Sure, I can. I have an example. It's Psalms nineteen nine, which is the fear of the Lord. Is clean enduring forever. The judgments of the Lord are true and righteous altogether. Now, Bur- Bowman, can you read Proverbs one through seven? I mean one i
2: I'll be reading Proverbs one through seven. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, but fools despise wisdom and instruction.
8: Thanks, Bowman. Hey, Nathan, can you read Proverbs 3, 7, and
7: 8? Sure can do. Do not be wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and depart from evil. It will be healthy to your flesh and strength to your bones.
8: Thanks, Nathan. Now, Will, can you read Psalms one thirty-five, nineteen through twenty-one?
5: Yes, sir. Psalm one thirty-five, nineteen through twenty-one. Bless the Lord, O house of Israel. Bless the Lord, O house of Aaron. Bless the Lord, O house of Levi. You who fear the Lord, bless the Lord. Blessed be the Lord out of Zion, who dwells in Jerusalem. Thanks, Will. So,
8: in summary, the benefits of fearing the Lord are that you have the Lord on your side and the Lord will go to fight alongside you in battle against Satan. You also have the judgment to look forward to so that you may spend eternity with the Lord in heaven.
7: Also, just add a little thing. Think of life in the Bible as a big fight against Satan in a big book. We Christians, get to the, read to the last chapter. We win.
8: That's right, and all we have to do is believe, confess, and be baptized, and read the Bible.
5: Wow, that sounds really great, Bryson. I'm glad you told us the benefits of fearing God. But all this talk of the benefits of fearing God makes me ask the question, what if we don't fear God?
1: Actually, I think uh, Knox has something to say about that, don't you, Knox?
3: Yeah, so something that really concerns me is the lack of fear people have in God today. An example of this is when people say, oh my God, or OMG. In Exodus 20, verse 7, God was very clear that his name should not be used in vain. He says, You shall not take the name of the Lord your God in vain, for the Lord will leave him for the Lord will not leave him unpunished who takes his name in vain. Using God's name in vain, rather fully or by saying OMG is a complete lack of fear, disrespectful and a sin. God's name should never be used casually, and we should only call on the Lord when we absolutely need him, not when we're surprised by something. I think it's important to know that not fearing God can lead to some very bad things. The Bible has many stories of people not fearing God, and the outcome isn't very good. for example, Genesis chapter six, the Bible tells us that the people in noah 's time were very evil, and the people had no fear G- Genesis six eleven twelve the The earth was corrupt in God's sight, and the earth was filled with violence. And God saw the earth, and behold, it was corrupt. For all the flesh had corrupted their way on the earth. People had rejected Noah's preaching because they had no fear in God. God decided they had to start over with just Noah and his family. God destroyed the people with the flood. Bad things can happen when we don't fear God, but we should remember that believers don't obey God out of fear, but out of love. However, fearing God is is living obedience to God. Now, Gage will read.
1: In Proverbs 1-7, it says, The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, but fools despise wisdom and instruction.
3: That's it.
5: Thanks, Knox, for telling us uh, what happens when we don't fear God. I think we have a park ranger coming to check on us hey guys, at some point.
0: It's okay, Nathan. I'm just camping in an adjacent campsite. You don't have to be scared of me. He's a little jittery tonight. You'll have to excuse him. So Halloween traditionally celebrated about this time of year. Oh, I think it's tomorrow, right? And so a lot of people dress up in costumes for Halloween, right? And some of those costumes can be kind of scary like witches and goblins and little devil costumes. and I don't know if you all know about the history of Halloween. It's interesting. I don't know a lot, but I know that it's based on a celebration or festival called All Hallows' Eve. And if you say those words together, All Hallows' Eve, guess what it sounds like? Halloween. And that's where we celebrate Halloween, All Hallows' Eve, there was a teaching that at that particular time, evil spirits would come from the netherworld and all around, unseen spirits, and would all of a sudden be able to freely roam the earth, right? And people were scared, and so there evolved a tradition of trying to get people, lure people out of their houses, and they would say, a trick-or-treat, come on out. And they would put up jack-o'-lanterns to try to scare away or put a perimeter or border around those. So it's sort of an interesting cult or pagan practice that has its origin in the demonic world or evil forces, right? We as Christians, as God's people, don't celebrate that part of Halloween because we don't celebrate evil forces and evil spirits, even though they can be scary and... Um, We know that we fight the devil, which I think was mentioned in one of our presentations tonight. Evil forces we continue to fight. But rather than fear witches and goblins and evil spirits and things like that, there's a greater force at our disposal. Amen? And that greater force is God. God. And so as was pointed out, In our presentation tonight, and I think these guys did a great job, I appreciate them incorporating the young men, but first we talked about what does it mean to fear God, and Nathan started that, basically saying fear, think of fear as a healthy respect for, we acknowledge his power, that he is divine, he's over all things, and unfortunately, as had been mentioned by Knox, the world has come to a point where there's no longer a healthy fear or respect For God, One of the wisest people that ever lived on the whole earth was given an abundant amount of wisdom by God. Y'all know who that is, right? An Old Testament character? It was Solomon. Now, Solomon wasn't perfect, and later in his life he made some unwise choices. But in the conclusion of his book, we call Ecclesiastes, he said, I'm going to sum everything up. It is to, y'all can tell me, right? Let's say it together. Fear God and keep His commandments. That's the summary. So you guys knew that. Fear God and keep His commandments. So I want to talk a little bit more about the fear of God. What are the benefits of fearing God? Well, for one is obedience, right? We talked about obedience. For example, if the people back in the days of Noah had listened to Noah's preaching... If they had said, you know what, I do believe that there's a divine being, an all-powerful being who, who created us and made the world, and he can also uncreate the world. He can destroy all the, all the life on planet if he so chooses. And so Noah was sent as a prophet and a preacher to tell them and warn them, you better fear God. God is not happy with you being evil and corrupt and being disobedient and disregarding his word. And so the rain started and people died. Why? Because they didn't fear God. There are real benefits in fearing God. But fear, if you think about it, is really an entry-level point of being obedient. Fear is sort of a short-term motivation, right? If somebody makes you fearful, you obey them. But when they leave, it doesn't matter anymore. You're not scared. And so think of fear as sort of a short-term way to obey. The best way to be obedient is to go from fear to love, right? Fear God, keep His commandments, that's the beginning of wisdom. And so what I'd like to invite you to do tonight is think about the importance of fearing God, but I want you to turn to 1 John, if you have your Bible or Bible app, turn to 1 John chapter 4. I want to begin around verse 16 in 1 John 4. This talks about the fear of God, but it talks about something that replaces fear. Fear is an important first step. Just like when I was little, if I was defiant to my parents or disobeyed them, I feared my parents because I would be disciplined, right? I didn't like discipline. Any of y'all disciplined when you were little? It made me a better person. It made me respect my parents. But yet as I grew older and began to love and appreciate my mom and dad, I was obedient to them, not because I feared them, but because I loved them. Let's look at verse 16 of 1 John 4, written by uh, John in his epistle. So we have come to know and to believe the love that God has for us. God is love. Whoever abides in love abides in God, and God abides in him. By this is love perfected with us, so that we may have confidence for the day of judgment. Because as he is so, also are we in this world. There is no fear in love. Did you catch that? If we really love God... We no longer fear him, we've moved beyond that immature, childlike fear, and now we're motivated by love. There is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear. Think about that. If you go through your life and you're thinking, if I don't do this and I don't do that, if I don't do this today, I'm going to get zapped by God, that's not a real good motivation, right? It's all negative. If I don't do these things, something bad will happen to me. A much better motivation is, I want to do this and this and this because I love my Father. Think about that. And so if you get up every morning, as we had one brother recently uh, share with us in a a Devo, he said, I get up and I stand at the kitchen window and I look outside and I see the sunrise and the first thing I say is, thank you, God. Thank you for your love. Thank you for your provision. Thank you for sending Jesus to die on the cross for me. And because I love you, I want to serve you. Because I know you love me and have compassion for me. And so here we see, John writes, it says, Perfect love casts out fear. For fear has to do with punishment. Whoever fears has not been perfected or made complete in love. We love... John says, because he first loved us. If anyone says, I love God and hates his brother, he's a liar. For he who does not love his brother whom he has seen cannot love God whom he has not seen. And this is the commandment we have from him. Whoever loves God must also love his brother. We want to offer an invitation in just a moment. Dale is going to lead us. But this invitation is mainly to our adults tonight. And I want to challenge you to think about your relationship with God. I hope that you've reached a point in your Christian life and in your maturity where you get up and thank God for all that He's done, that you're obedient to God because you love and appreciate Him and you have an intimate relationship. But if you're not a Christian, if you're outside of Christ, then a good step is to fear God and realize that punishment awaits those, just like it did in the flood, Punishment awaits those who are disobedient to God. God is a righteous God. God loves all people, but because he is righteous and just, he must also punish those who are disobedient. Through Jesus Christ... He offers forgiveness of sin. He offers redemption, sanctification. He can cleanse you and make you whole because he loves you. And he invites you into relationship with him. And tonight, we're simply inviting anyone out there who may be struggling in their walk with God. We're inviting anyone who may fear God and be obedient, not because they love him, but because they fear him. Fear is a good place to start. Don't get me wrong. But I'm encouraging each of you tonight in your individual with walk. Who walk with God, begin to love God, respect Him, honor Him, and be obedient just as you love a parent, and obey them because you love them each day. And so I want you to process and think about this message. Think about your relationship, where you are in your walk with God, and have you reached the ultimate relationship, and that is obedience because you love Him. We appreciate these young men tonight who've spoken, and uh, it's hard to get up and talk in front of people. Appreciate our skit tonight. So, we're going to give you a moment to reflect as we sing this invitation song. Dale will lead us. So, let's stand and we'll sing together. He paid a debt he did not
1: owe. I owed a debt I could not pay. I needed someone to wash my sins away. And now I sing a brand new song, amazing grace. Christ Jesus paid a debt. That I could never pay He paid that debt at Calvary He cleansed my soul and set me free I'm glad that Jesus did all my sins erase I now can sing a brand new song Amazing Grace Christ Jesus paid a debt that I could never pay. One day he's coming back for me to live with him eternally. Won't it be glory to see him on that day? And then we'll sing a brand new song Amazing grace, Christ Jesus paid a debt that I could never pay. We have one more song. Yes.
0: Okay, we have one more song, and then we'll be led in prayer by Nathan. And I'm going to just ask Nathan to be sure and bless our food tonight, because we'll be dismissing and then proceeding to the fellowship hall. Please stay and join us for a meal. We've got some great food, and then if you want to stick around, we also have the Trunk or Treat for our young people. We'll be setting up, I'm presuming it's out in this parking lot. Where's Adam? Yeah, over here in this parking lot to my left, your right, so uh, just set up there and open up your, your tailgate or trunk, and we'd love to have you stay, and uh, Roy handed me a, a attendance count. We have 165 here tonight. That's pretty awesome, and the singing was good. Thank you for being here. We appreciate. We're so blessed to have you. And uh, I'll turn it back over to Dale, and he can wrap up the singing. Did you mention the Lord's Supper? Yeah, Lord okay. Supper. did. You mention? It? No.
1: I okay. Uh, we have the Lord's Supper prepared for you in the back. If you were not able to partake of it this morning, go back there, and someone will direct you to where you need to go. No problem. No problem. I've been redeemed by the blood of the Lamb. I've been redeemed by the blood of the Lamb. I've been redeemed by the blood of the Lamb. Lamb. Filled with the Holy Ghost I am. All my sins are washed away. I've been redeemed. Oh, I went down to the river to pray. Oh I went down to the river to pray. Oh I went down to the river to pray. Felt so good that I stayed all day. All my sins are washed away, I've been redeemed and that's not all there's more besides. And that's not all, there's more besides. And that's not all, there's more besides. Been to the river and I've been baptized. All my sins are washed away, I've been redeemed.
7: Let us pray. Dear Gracious Holy Father, thank you for all that you've given us today. Thank you for the blessings you've given us. Thank you for... The roof to be under and the food to eat, and the car to ride here in, and the cool air to be in, or the warm air. Please help those who are in need, who are sick and who are suffering, who are mentally sick. Please help us lead those who are lost to you. And please bless the food. Thank you for all the things you've given us. Please, please help us to do what's right and to read your Bible. And in Jesus' name we pray. Amen.